Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first uh 2020 20, the 2021 episode of Tijuana's Live Request. I am fucking up this intro, but we're gonna keep it because it's real, it's raw. I haven't been doing this in a while, but I'm here with my co-host Nick. What up, Nick? What's up, man? And we got my friend fucking Trey Smith. What's going on, Trey? So we're gonna I'm- talk about some shit. And I can't wait for you to listen to the episode. Enjoy it and let's get it. Yeah, man. Nicki Minaj is yeah, she's gonna ask, there's gonna be some real wars. Like it's gonna be like I can see the Nicki Minaj versus Cardi or whoever. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be actual bloodshed on the streets. Yo, she's like, I don't know, man. She's terrifying. Like, she's wildly influential. She's uncancelable. Like, yeah, it's. Yeah, she could be gonna have, we, We're going to have like Nicki Minaj, like Gundams walking around. Mm. <laughs> that'd be sick as shit. Yeah, that'd be objectively coolest. That'd be objectively like, coolest. Yo. The first rapper to get a gun. Who do you think is the first rapper to like actually have their own? Like I bought I bought a Gundam paid cash. Uh mm-hmm. who's somebody who likes just stunning with stupid shit? Uh Black Youngster. Black Youngster? Yeah, Black Youngster might have that. Black Youngster's first rapper to get a mech. Like it's, yeah. it's gonna be a mech. <laughs> Yeah, 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 y'all, y'all see, y'all, y'all see the mech. Yeah, you got, I got that mech right here. But I got that mech right yeah, here. He you just can't. has a megaphone too. It's yeah. just like whore. <laughs> yeah, you, you can hear it like across the three states. Oh shit, it's Black Youngsters <laughs> mech. And then the next rapper, I think it'd be Sauce Walker, who has a, Sauce Walker would definitely have a gun though. Oh, I, I would be irresponsible to get Sauce Walker. Oh, he's the, I, that, I want the, him to have one really I bad. I want him to have one so bad. Sauce Walker is, I love, I love him. Like he's one of those rappers that like I like to watch more. I like to listen to. Like as his music is bad, like it's okay, but it's just like him online is just he's a he's a real villain. You like, you you remember when he was in that when he just rolled up in the wheelchair for no reason a few years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sauce is the truth. You remember when he, like, you, you saw him? No, Nick, you know Sauce Walker? No, I'm not familiar. Oh, Yo, shit. Sauce Walker made the funniest fucking future disc. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> And he's just in the whole he's in the whole thing like either standing on the roof just like jigging or like fucking throwing gang signs calling future like a I raise my kid with another nigga ass nigga like yeah. I want it that way bad boy ass nigga anyway he's, the whole time he's holding AK47 just doing this and that's the thing Future, future's like probably my favorite artist ever man but that shit was objectively funny like it was like, I couldn't have to, yeah it was like what can you do man yo sauce walk is Drake this is my favorite Drake this ever you call he said you fucking Cambodian ass nigga it's so rude like it was yo he's just so wildly disrespectful man like it's we man we need sauce walker to like we just need that one song to pop up on tiktok oh my god i need that so bad because like because he because he saw because he signed saddle baby and it was just like their videos together and side baby's on tiktok that was great but then tiktok got him because people went to his old tweets and he had to apologize for saying homophobic remarks i mean I mean, like, have you all been listening to Sauce Walker before this? Or who are you talking about, Sada Baby? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, when when he did the Nikki thing, and then all, like, the Nikki stands were like, yo, we didn't know about this. We would have never supported this. Are you serious? And it was like, man, like... Did you hear what he said on the song? 
Yeah, it's like Sada Bay was like 16 when he sent that shit. And it's just hey. like, this is weird what we're like canceling people for now, man. Also, like, we Sada don't know. We don't know how much he's grown or not, but like he's 28 now. So let's assume he has. He's also a bad. He's also like, he's a, I love, I love him as a rapper, but like as a person, like uh, no, the shit he raps about, what was that one song? He's just like, I'm in your house shitting on your toilet playing with your kids. Like he just says evil shit. <laughs> He was like, mom fed me, mom, he's like, mom fed me pain. Now I make hoes snort coke. Like, that's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Like, this is somebody that you don't want to be around. Right? <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. People love the dancing, man. But the song, even the chorus, <laughs> they want to see me do my yeah, dance. Like you, it's not, yo, we, oh, oh, that's okay. How many people have got like... out of trouble because people love the way they dance? Chris Brown. All of them. Chris Brown, All of them. Chris Brown's dance his way out of trouble three times. They, yo, Chris Brown finally hit that front flip for real on stage. And motherfucker <laughs> forgot everything. everything. Everybody forgot everything. everything. Oh my God. But before we start, before we start praising Chris Brown, we have to remember. Oh, we weren't going. I wasn't going to that point. I might have No, Chris Brown is. Chris, like, I feel like. I could like worship Chris Brown is like worshiping the devil. Like people do it. I, people, people do it. Like I, I don't like I, he does a lot, but it's like there's pros and cons. So I don't. He's, that's that's the devil. But anyway, this is the Tawanda's Lies Request, the musical podcast, musical advice show. I want to start off first things first by asking you, Trey, what's your favorite song right now? My favorite. I don't know. Let me pull up Spotify real quick. Yeah, shout to Spotify. I want a sponsorship. Oh, actually, you know what my favorite song is right now? What? It's a song called "See You." by Cash Kid, and it's got a whole bunch of other people on it. It's got, like, Rico on it. It's got, like, yeah, nah, who else is on it? It's like, yeah, I swear, Vezo. Yeah, Rio the, the Young OG and shit. And it's, uh, we were listening to it last night, and my girlfriend actually pointed out, like, I, I was so fast. She was like, wait, this is basically, like, that Fantasia song. See and you? Oh, play on it. That's, that's my favorite Fantasia shit. <laughs> and it turns out these kids made like a fucking song that like has a bunch of Fantasia interpolations in it that I had no idea about. Yeah, and it's just funny as shit. Yeah. Because it's. Oh, I can't wait. Because no, Fantasia, like, low key is made for gangster shit. Like, I remember back in the day, Styles P freestyled over CU. It was so gangster. Like, people, like, Styles P is freestyled, freestyled over different Fantasia um, instrumentals. And I was like, God, this is so gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible yeah. of it. And it just, like, it, it was a. Uh... Nas, like that one dude on Twitter, like he releases his rap list and shit. Yeah. And this was like number six on it. It was like the first song I hadn't heard the year. So I was like, okay, let me oh, this. Is, but I was like, oh, I fell in love with this shit. This is, this is, this is kind of cool. Yeah, mom's heart got a dead beat. Like, oh, that's fucking, damn, you saying, you saying some pain. Right? Oh, this, yeah, right here. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god! <laughs> He's gonna shoot the shit out this nigga. Oh my god! <laughs> Woo! This is the shit. That's dope. Oh my god! I see you. R.I.P. All we need, all we need is uh, Fantasia on the remix. That's all we need. Yeah, wherever the fuck he at. Nick, can you do a Fantasia impression or not? Nah? 
I just remember she was on a uh, she was giving an interview and somebody asked her, her she like revealed that she couldn't read on American Idol. And then they were like, "How's your reading doing?" Which is like kind of fucked up when yeah. somebody comes on to sing. <laughs> but, <laughs> I know the words, motherfucker. I'm not here to read. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. But they're I'm like, how's Tony Morrison up here? Like, goddamn, like, yeah. <laughs> right. They're like, how's he reading? She's like, it's getting real strong. You know, <laughs> strong. <laughs> oh my god, she has one of those horse and like those one of those horse voices, just like awesome. It's a church voice. Yeah. Oh it's my a church god. voice. It's fucked up because like it's adult literacy is you know it's not a laughing matter but like it's, it's definitely funny when certain people can't read it's like, funny it's like like boy mayweather is yeah. really funny he can't read yeah. it's funny when rich people can't read yeah <laughs> it's like, he can, it's like yeah but he can't beat a book up so like yeah, it can't be yeah, it can't beat a book up he's still he's still very, very weird situation yeah like, yeah. You, like if there's a homeless guy that can't read you don't laugh and that's fucked up man. look at that poor guy can't read that's awful Bro, but like, I found out Bill Clinton couldn't read. Oh my God, I found him for days. The field day I would have, man. Yo, if Barack, if Barack Obama couldn't read, oh my God. Which isn't confirmed, by the it's way. It's not confirmed. It's not <laughs> confirmed. Yo, Nick, what would Barack say if he couldn't, like, let's get Barack. Uh, what's that say over there? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't even say it. I don't have my glasses. Can't, sorry, can't look at it. I mean, it's right in front. No, it's literally like right in front of us. Like I can't. Like, uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, uh, does anyone else have a question? Somebody <laughs> else, please. Oh man, fucking Barack could read. I mean, but it's like poor people if they can't read. That's you just get mad at the system. But like, I know I want to see a white, rich, illiterate person. That would make my fucking day. Yeah, we still don't know for a fact if Elon Musk can read. So like. Oh, I wish he could. I want to know. I want to know he can. I want to know. I want like if y'all must can't read, that'll oh, make my, my whole God. life. God, that'd be the funniest fucking thing on earth. Yeah, I'm just giving you give him give, give him a book. I want to see. I just want to see what happens. Because you see a poor, you see a black person that can't read. I'm just like, damn, the system. It's racism's fault somehow. But a white South African who can't read, that's fucking perfect. <laughs> like you had every like, chance you chose, to win, not to learn how to. Yeah, exactly. Right. This point, yeah, this you is avoided that shit to be yeah. like. <laughs> No, nah, the reading it, vaccine, yeah. like I don't want to catch that shit. It's like Val's yeah. never heard of him. Like, yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, no, no bother, don't mind. But all right, with this track right here, um, is it the Fantasia you like, or just like? Because to me, when I'm hearing in the back, I'm hearing and stuff. I've it's just like I just hear a lot of niggas trying to get out of a situation, like they're trying to get out the hood or whatever. They've been through some shit, but it's just like they're having fun with it. Yeah. Well, like, so what attract what attracted you to this song especially? You heard it last night, but it was just like. So well, yeah, I heard it like a few, couple weeks ago. I want to say now, and it's uh, I don't know, man. Like one thing I look for a lot in music nowadays, like because I work in music, so like yeah. I'm constantly listening to new shit. Like I probably listen to like over a hundred albums a year. Oh wow! You don't you don't get to spend a lot of time with music when you feel like you gotta listen to so much sometimes. Like that's, oh, one that's one that's one thing i've got a lot better about over the years since i've been like because you know i've been doing this for like five years now why why yeah, yeah. It, it's like you learn how to like you know because it's something like you like doing and then you got a job doing it and you don't want that shit to feel like a job oh understood man yeah um, so like 
you learn what things you want to spend more time with. And like one thing I look for, especially in rap, is just like, I just want to hear like, it sounds like you're having fun making this song. Yes. Yeah. Like it's like you, y'all just like, you know, everybody enjoy the time they spend into this song and shit. And it's like, cause you could definitely listen to some artists and they just take themselves way too fucking seriously. You mean like Kevin Gates? And I love Kevin, but sometimes it's just like lately, it's just like, all right, you're saying okay as someone who's interviewed kevin gates before uh he's probably one of the most interesting people i ever met. oh yeah i don't i don't i don't want to try to analyze that motherfucker at all because like it, there's there's shit that like i talked to him for like an hour and a half and i still i just came out with more questions than i got answers bro i want i'm not gonna flex i actually watched the video on youtube yesterday i showed my roommate and i was just like yo he's just I still, watching your face is the funniest shit because you're trying so hard and he's just saying so much shit bro yeah oh, also watch the we did another video with him after that one too where uh he's responding to comments under like uh one of his videos on youtube yeah and somebody asked him like to give their nephew fucking advice because he was just like going down like a street dude path or whatever and they were like he's not gonna make it and he was like yo i used to be that dude but like you gotta start thinking about what's right for you know the life you're trying to live and he said like yo if nothing changes nothing changes and i was like huh i was sitting in the room when he said that I was <laughs> like, oh shit <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like oh fuck all right but that puts that puts some shit in perspective. Like, yeah, that yo, he's like, if there was a Star Wars, if there's a nigga version of Star, like all niggas Star Wars, right? I don't want him to be Yoda. <laughs> Just saying shit that kind of makes sense, but it don't. But yeah, it, you're like, what the f-? like? Or Jar Jar? What? Or Jar Jar. Jar Jar was low-key saying important shit, but everybody was just like, oh, he talks like a Jamaican. Like, we, who cares? <laughs> Wait, Nick do, you, <laughs> Nick, do you remember any of Jar Jar's lines from Phantom Menace? No. Didn't they edit all those out? When they, like... <laughs> yeah, I think they realized it's like, oh, this is like... This is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> They just put they just put George Lucas in there being like, sorry. I'm so, so sorry. sorry. So Yo. sorry. Trey, you remember, do you remember anything Jar Jar said? Well, I haven't seen that movie in like 15 years. Because right. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry to ask. I'm going to try to Google a Jar Jar Binks quote. And Nick, I want you to say it as Kevin Gates because I want to see if this works. I want to see if this works. <laughs> right, here we go. Or uh, wait, in, in the meantime, do you remember, do you remember any Yoda lines? Uh, Yo, um, pee, I must. Or like some shout. I'm like, what the fuck was just like, yeah. Just all right. Just be Kevin Gates as Yoda. Doesn't matter what the, the line. Just like talk about the Force as Yoda. No, I'm talking about like the Force. There is no try, only do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that shit made perfect sense. Oh my god! Oh no, Jar Jar Banks quotes. I don't think that would work because all of a sudden oh Jar starts to talk about eating booty. No one wants to hear that from <laughs> He says, ooh, mooey, mooey, I love you. <laughs> Somebody wrote that down. Somebody wrote that went through multiple people and made it to film. 
Yo, the more I read, the more, the more I read these quotes, I don't want, no, I don't want this. No. Yo, George Lucas. I was out at Ooh Mooey Mooey. Yeah. Yo, George Lucas is not seeing heaven for this shit, man. No, you can't, you can't go to heaven for this, bro. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, he's just. Oh, I'm about to look. Oh, what what is going on here? What's got? What's, because like Misa called Jar Jar Banks. Misa, your humble servant. Excuse uh, like, me, is, but the most the safest place would be Gunga City. Tis where I grew up. It sounds like a fucking slave. Yeah, it sounds like a slave with a space accent. Exactly, <laughs> Massa Misa. Is the same yeah, thing. you say boom the gasa, then crash the the boss's hella beaver, and vanished. This motherfucker said. This isn't gonna be very messy. Me no watching. Oh my god! <laughs> just let him say I. Just let him fuck. Yo, I hate that. Like yo, just, just let him say I'm. If he said you said it in that same accent, I'm not watching. Because every Monster. time they say, yeah, what are you gonna say, Nick? Monsters Monster. out there leaking in here, all sinking and no power. When are you thinking we sit in trouble? Oh, this is oh everybody, everybody. No other aliens speak in broken English like this, right? Is None that- of them. This, this whole other than fucking- Yoda, he's just out of order. Yeah, yeah Yoda, Yoda's out of order, but he's right. Yoda's smart. Right. Jar Jar is just a whole like he's just a whole slave. Like there's space slavery apparently. <laughs> That's that was fucking. Awful nigga sounded like and then like the next movie they try to make this motherfucker a senator, so like yeah, yeah. <laughs> him speaking for the Senate. <laughs> Misa here on behalf of Misa constituents. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the George Lucas was like, see, niggas can't be mad at that. I made him a politician. <laughs> the super slave, yeah. If it was like they first they first met him and his English got better as time, I was like, all right, that's a little bit more acceptable. But how how do they do that shit, bro? This motherfucker had one line in the entire third movie. Oh, like, we, oh we, gotta, we gotta cut this, this shit. Is, yeah, this is racist on so many fronts. Yeah, they're like, all right, we can't kill Samuel L. Jackson and have him speak. This, this would be double offensive <laughs> to niggas. But well, that like, reminds me. Samuel Jackson didn't say nothing about none of this. I think the Star Wars check was just so crazy for Samuel L. Jackson. At that point, it's like a shut the fuck up and just like. Yeah, should just do it. But I had a, I read a theory online about Samuel, like why, I read this, I watched this two hour breakdown of why all the movies are bad, the prequels are bad. And they were basically like Samuel L. Jackson, Jar Jar is not the point for racism in that movie. It's Samuel L. Jackson, because this is where it's at. Because the role of a Jedi, right? You're calm, reserved, very like, you know, at peace. You don't think Samuel L. Jackson for any of that shit. No, no, no. You just think of crazy. So like, they're like, if they were smart, they would have probably got like a Morgan Freeman. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They would have got a Morgan Freeman type or whatever, but they're like, nah, we have to get the most popular nigga we can find. And it was like Samuel. Like, they, like they, that shit was just like, that casting was just so off. So people mm. said that's that's the issue. Maybe, maybe like, we, they didn't write it for Samuel. They wrote it for, they probably wrote it for Morgan Freeman. They were just like, oh, Samuel Jackson's the same because he's black. It's like, well, who's the next oldest nigga in Hollywood after yeah. like <laughs> Was Ozzy was Ozzy Davis still alive at that point? He wasn't alive enough to be doing Star Wars, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 when, when, when did Sidney Poitier die? Poitier die. 
Is it Portier or Portier? Oh, yeah, Sydney Portier with a lightsaber. It's completely unbelievable. So, like, that's... That would have been amazing. amazing. So, yeah, this motherfucker could be everything voice. on Earth on earth and outside of earth but a jedi for me like yeah i don't nah, i, don't I, I want i want to see in i want to see in, in the heat of the night in space <laughs> they call me mr jedi oh shit <laughs> guess who's coming to the death star that's the fuck i want to see <laughs> yeah there we go all right um back to more music shit uh you said you listen to what like you said a, a hundred or a thousand albums Oh no, not a thousand like that. I that'd be, that'd be, that'd be that'd how many crazy. albums a day? Goddamn. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that's like a, yeah, that's too many. That's three a day at least. But like you said, a hundred, right? What was some of your like? What was one that was like caught you off guard that you were like, oh shit, I didn't expect this to be good, but it was. Okay, so expecting it to be good, I didn't expect it to be good, but it was. It's like I don't really approach music with that kind of shit. I just like there's some stuff that like. I approach everything like this is going to be something important. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's like music first and foremost is just like kind of a snapshot of the artist's life at a time. Yeah. And so I'm just like learning about somebody and it's like, it's about kind of like how much I learn about you at the time. That's real. Yeah, so like there's some stuff where it's like interesting and it grabs you and it's just like, oh, uh, you really communicated like, you know, your feelings of what you're going through at this time and I, I, I very, very well in this point. Hmm. And that's kind of stuff that grabs me. But um, I think like, honestly, secretly, what I didn't really expect to spend a lot of time with this year is the uh, Heady One album. I even heard that. Or, or, or both of them, honestly. Like there was a Edna, which was like the big, like critical push one. But then there's the one he did with Fred again which is called Gang. And wow. it's like, they're two very different albums, but they're both like, yeah, Hedy One's probably the artist I spent the most time with this year. All right, let's play some of that shit, because I've, I've literally never heard of this person. Um. Okay. Listen to uh, a couple of Hedy One songs. Okay, so one song off Edna. Well, you heard that you heard like the freestyle he did with Drake over that, like that one drill beat. I think. Honestly, like I listened, I listened to so much Drake that I just like I don't look at titles anymore. I'm just like, all right. It, it was the one when he was talking like all that Arabic on it for. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, the British dude at the end was Hetty One. Oh, oh, is Hetty One the dude that like supposedly they say has like? I remember watching Trap Laura Ross video and he's like one of the most like prolific like grind, not grime, uh, drill drill artist. Yeah, I heard, he, it, I, I, I heard he has like they say arguably the best drill song ever. Which one? I forget what it's called, but like Trap Lord Ross, I watch his videos all the time. He was just like, Hetty One is like, it. he's like number one. Hetty's the fucking truth. And like, I, I don't I don't know what his legal situation is, if he can come to America or not, or if there's some sort of ban. Cause like he is like a, he spent, he did time and shit. He's a road man, he's a road man. Yeah, yo, he, the, the man has touched the road. The man has touched the road, exactly. Right, yeah. All right, yo, play some of that shit, dude. Cause like I, I, cause that's the thing that's so crazy about this is like, I've been sitting back for the past like few days listening to like drill beats and just how every American artist drill beats. I think drill music is gonna be like, drill music is the new trap music. It's gonna be fucking everywhere in like a year or two. It's gonna be not, it's like it's, the UK's first real cultural like shift. imprint on the U.S. in a long, exactly. long, long fucking time, and probably since the Beatles. 
Yeah, this is. Yeah, and the Beatles had to copy black people from over here. To get they did. Yeah. The Beatles and the Bee Gees had to copy black people. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. All right. We got this play. We got this play. I don't know what like, I feel like I, I blame the British Empire just, I blame imperialism for this but like the British accent to me is always like so polite, even though they're saying the most dangerous shit. Because they've taken over the world so many, they took over the world so heavy where it's just like, oh, we see their accents being like, oh, like they can be chill about this shit. They can be relaxed about. It, it depends on the accent though, because there's like the London accent. Yeah. Which is like the one we usually hear like in TV shows and shit. But then you go a little further up north and those are some wild fucking boys, man. I mean, yeah, but like, I don't, I can't see that nigga with a cockney accent taking over any Africa. Like, shut the fuck up, nigga. Like, oi, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> what the fuck you got in a fucking mirror? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no nigga that, no, no nigga that said oi has ever fucking taken over a country. Nah, but he's never like bit somebody in the nose before, ripped it off. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like he. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. Like we, we your organized crime is one thing, but like on a one-on-one basis, like on a one-on-one level. Oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. On a one-on-one level, that's that's a nigga that throws glass. That's a nigga that throws a glass in the air and starts to fight with starts to fight with whoever you hit. Gonna start chewing the bottle so that he can bite you in the eye with it, like or in his mouth. It, shit, like yeah, that's the nigga. That's the nigga that hangs out with. That's the nigga that hangs out with all heroin addicts and just does crime with them. Like that's that's nigga from that's nigga that's nigga from train spotting. Yo, these, have a whole, these motherfuckers have a problem with people just like ride up on you and throw acid on you. Yeah, I was just about to say that shit. That's why I drill music. Like, that's why I just, yo, like a, a drive by. At least, you, at least you got a chance. You get down fast enough. <laughs> you like, yeah. get you Somebody rolls up on a moped on you and throws acid on <laughs> your face like you were targeted. Like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> That's the scale. Yeah, they, they didn't want anybody but you. It wasn't just like let me cause some like you know some commotion. Like yeah, yeah let me just they brought they acid. brought acid and things they, to they, handle they acid. To the and acid. Like they had a point in time where I think it was like unless you were like over the age of eighteen, you couldn't buy bleacher stores or some shit. Like yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> 18 to buy bleach. Dog. Yeah. I was just thinking about that shit. Like, every we have episode- that with guns. We have that with guns. They have it with bleach. Bro. Yeah. They're, wild. They're fucking wild. They're bro. crazy. And yeah. what tells me that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about this shit where it's just like, I'm tired of seeing British or European niggas be like, oh, America, you guys have your gun violence. Like, nigga, you guys don't have guns. Use, use acid instead. That's way more. Yeah, y'all evil. the stabbiest motherfuckers on yeah, earth. Yeah. If you, yeah, <laughs> if you, you know, had guns, you know it'd be us. It takes to look a motherfucker in the eye and stab them versus just shooting into a crowd. Like, yeah. I don't, because I've never done neither. <laughs> I imagine one of them's a lot more personal. One of them's way more personal. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta stab, stabbings, acid attacks. Like, Top Boy was the most ruthless shit I've ever seen. Uh, like, them niggas was, them niggas all had machetes. Kids are getting thrown off roofs and shit. I was like, just give them all guns. It'd be safer. <laughs> It's no, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'm just like, dog. If I do, if, if everybody's strapped, ain't nobody strapped, you know? Yeah, that's why I like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, America, we have shootings and shit, but niggas be out there, like, there's there's UK niggas building whole bombs, like acid bombs, bro. Like, would you rather get shot by a nigga in like a white tee or get acid on your face by a nigga wearing a fucking North Face jacket? No, it's a Stone Island. It's different. Stone Island. No, yeah, no. Okay, the, the, okay, the Stone Island. The Stone, the Stone Island nigga's gonna stab you. That nigga's gonna stab the, the the North Face nigga's gonna throw acid in your face. I've seen Top Boy too many times, nigga. The Stone, the the Stone. Oh, and Top Boy too. A nigga fucking gets an iron like uh, they heat up an iron, put it to his chest in the first episode. <laughs> Just shoot a nigga and like the shoot a nigga in the hand or some shit. You gonna put him an iron? Tell you everything you want to know. Yeah, yeah I think to- I think the British are more sentimental. Like I want you to remember this. <laughs> Sonic to you every time you take a shower. I want you to look down and remember my name. <laughs> That's true. Because Mad Americans like I don't know who sh-. like every rapper's like I don't know who shot me, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the British niggas they want you to know. Do you remember shit. the time, the place? Like oh yeah, this happened on June first. Yeah. <laughs> gonna be in his life oh my god but that heady one nigga all right so you said he was on the track with drake and shit i've been looking at i've been studying drake more and more it's just like that dude has a global this fan base is literally like super global it's crazy to think about and he's cool with like every gangster and like all like the gang all the gangsters all these random places he's cool with them he's cool with at least one crew of niggas like he has a crew of australian niggas yeah they, well, they got like Australian drill and shit now. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, if you've never listened to it, it's worth a deep dive, man. Like, oh, I checked it out. I was listening to it like two weeks ago or whatever. I listened to that shit. I listened to Italian drill, uh, Korean drill. Could Korean drill probably my my third or fourth favorite one? Oh, Korean, because Korean, no, Korean niggas get it pop. Like, I remember they're making Korean trap music, and I was just like. Like Korean, Korean Japanese like shit. Keith Ape and all that shit. Yeah, Keith, yeah, Keith out Keith, Keith, Keith Ape, the underwater squad. Then it was what was the other thing? Okay, the occasion, occasion, that nigga was fire. I was like, oh shit, these niggas are just having mad fun. But the drill shit probably sounds crazy, bro. It's like, yeah, they, they just saw in the videos like wearing their fucking pandemic mask and doing donuts in the parking lot of like what I assume is like their version 7-Eleven or some shit. That's like, what's up. Yeah. I wonder what their violence is. They don't have guns, they don't have guns out there like that. They just fight, as far as I know, man. Yeah. Did they actually like, fight? Somebody like, got a bat or somebody got a knife or chain or some shit. Like, yeah. yeah. That's not, oh, that sounds like they're not throwing acid in people's faces and shit. So that's safer. No, nah, it's just about being tough. Yeah. Just being that tough and having a lot of friends. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's that's fair. 
that that builds strong principles like hey just have friends and be tough and stand together that's teamwork you can you can apply those lessons later yeah what do you do after you throw acid or boiling water in somebody's face? I could get y'all stimulus checks and start an LLC together. Exactly. <laughs> you have a business. Like, I fought <laughs> side by side with you. I've gone, I've gone to battle, bro. That's real as shit. I shout, shout, out all the, shout out all the Korean niggas and gangs that make rap music. I appreciate you. I remember back, it's not the same. I remember I was in Boston. I went to high school, I went to Boston Latin School. And it was straight. It was just like, it's, it's a super nerdy high school. But then, like, we had mad Asian kids, so it's like Viet, Korean, all that shit. I, I saw the Vietnamese gangsters for the first time. Them niggas scared the shit out of me, cause all these niggas, like, cause I'd be walking around Chinatown or whatever, and you'd see them like, you know, hooded up with the, the baggy hoodies and shit. But they'd have like two long bang, dyed bangs, and they'd all have batons and butterfly knives and shit, and flip flops, and they were scary as shit. They were all like gangbang. They were on some real deal shit. That niggas do not fuck around. Asian gangsters scare the shit out of me, dog. It's a really weird idea we have, and I guess it's down to racial stereotypes and just, like, geographical stereotypes to some extent. But every country got a bunch of tough guys in it, man. Every single country. Every single country got a bunch of tough guys in it, man. And it's like, yeah, you can't just go certain places and think shit is sweet. Like, you can't go to Austria and just assume everything's sweet over there. Yeah, I mean, there's Nazis Nazis out there. Yeah, you're about to have a huge fucking paradigm shift, my guy. Oh, my God, it's about to be a fucking rap. You can't can't go nowhere. who was who was it on the Knicks went home to like Latvia or some shit and got beat the fuck up in the street? Uh, was it Nice Cancer? No, that wasn't. That wasn't. That was no, he's Turkish. Um, he got problems over there too. It wasn't one the one they thought was gonna be good, but then it was just like I yeah. He, he was on the Knicks. He got traded. Yeah, he got traded. I want to say Dallas or some shit. Oh fucking what's his name? Ah oh, fuck, I know this motherfucker. He plays with. He's t- he's super tall. So what the fuck is this dude's name? Like I know okay. him. A minute, yeah, figure it, it, out. it ain't important, but they like, jumped him. Yo, motherfucker, what they jumped him, yo. Motherfucker got beat up in the street in Latvia or some shit, oh like Lithuania or some shit, man. They beat like, the basketball players, damn, yeah. yo. Everywhere got tough guys, man. Like, That's yeah. fucking crazy. Everywhere do got tough guys. I remember this thing. I remember the first time, like, I remember when I was younger, uh, it was commercials for like carnival cruises and shit, or like whatever, like the the old resorts and shit. Shit, shit, we can't, shit we can't go back to right now the resorts and shit they used to talk about jamaica like it was so peaceful and so nice <laughs> then i oh they said about jamaica or like just the caribbean like the belief the belief i was like oh this is so cool then nick play bad boys by shine <laughs> that was the first it was, time it was the entirety of what's filmed in jamaica yeah like, yeah and those it's were the like, scariest things. It, yeah, it's like don't go off the sandals resort, my guy. Don't go, yo, don't go off the sandals resort ever. Like I remember, like watching that video, all niggas just staring at you, just like through the through the screen, just these ice. Like they were murderers in that fucking video. Yeah, there were some people in that video that just had like nothing behind their eyes, man. Nothing. It was they, dead. They so much shit, man. It was just like, oh, this is like, yeah. Have you have you ever, ever been to a resort like that? No, because I feel like if I don't feel comfortable going to a place and mixing with like the locals and those people, like I probably should just shouldn't go there. I mean, yeah, I say I I say that because I like I I strive to be a real I strive to be a real nigga. The word is I strive, I try. And I remember me and my parents, we went to Cancun and we went off resort. Like, let's go off resort. Let's see what the actual town is like. We got off resort. 
And we're like, this is the like we're on the bus. Like, this is the fucking hood. Uh, like it was like Yo, we I don't go nowhere, I don't know somebody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't matter if it's a hood, it doesn't matter if it's like a rich, like white people bar in the city or whatever, man. I don't go nowhere. I don't know nobody. That's it. Yeah. I recommend going to Bermuda though. Bermuda was like peace. I went, we went, we went off resort, just went around the town and shit, towns and shit. It was hella laid back. They were like, ah, it's fun. Just don't go, just don't go over there. Everyone was like, yeah, welcome here. Just don't go over there. Like over in that spot over there. Don't just stay, stay away from that. But Cancun, I was like, if we weren't black, we would have got robbed like immediately. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, a, that's a lot of places in the fucking world, man. They just yeah. see, they see a tourist and they're like, oh, you won't even know how to report this to the police. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, <Jesus. laughs> like, I'm so like, if I see like, I used to get mad. Like, yo, if, I get, if I get robbed in Thailand, fuck yeah, I'm snitching. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Am I going to be able to communicate certain things to the cops? I don't know. I don't speak the language. Yeah. You got to try. But like, <laughs> But I look at it from the wrong. Like my my plane's out of here in three days. Like I'm not getting that shit back. Like, yeah. No, they they picked the right one. So. I feel like look at it, looking at it from the robber's point of view. Like you're walk like you see an American walking around. You know they got money because they're traveling here. They can't like how do you not rob that person? You have like you have like I have like I'm disrespected. Like I have to rob you. Like I I'm sorry, <laughs> but like if I don't do it at the like, me with every German person in New York City. I'm not gonna lie. Like, again? <laughs> you were me with every German person in New York City, man. Oh, the dog. Every, everything I can not to rob them. Like, yeah. yeah. Like sometimes it had to happen. Sometimes when like, you be walk. Clear, to be clear, I'm joking. In case yeah. a German person gets robbed, and <laughs> yeah, what, whatever. I don't know what they're using as evidence in court now. Yeah, they don't. I, yeah, I doubt. It. I'm not okay. I wouldn't. Like, I would never. But like sometimes, like you ever be walking on the street. And then it's just like late at night, and you see a white person like like see you and like change their past. They're like you're like, I could I could really rob you if I wanted. I mean, I'm not gonna, but like if I just walk, it'd be so easy. Right. The the other side of the street is right there. I just walk. Like, like, if I walk, if I was the street, determined. Like, oh, okay, cool. Now what are we gonna do? You, yeah. you right now we on the left. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> Like the thief is gonna be waiting. I need someone to hold my hand across the street so I can go rob that bitch. Please, somebody. Yo, I got I got robbed back. In, I got robbed in Boston at a bus station because like I was standing I was standing in the back of a bus I was standing in the back of a bus stop, this big ass stop, and I saw these dudes like sizing me up. So I, I just walked to the front of the stop. I was like, all right, I'm gonna walk more in public. And the dude just looked at me and was just like, "You saw?" And the dude legit looked at me. He's like, "Bro, you saw us after you." And you just walked ten feet away. What did you think was gonna happen? <laughs> like he was like the whole time. Like, he was like he was booking. He was robbing me, but the whole time he was robbing. He was so he was just so disappointed in me. He was like, "All right, give me what's in your pocket." So why'd you just why'd you stand there? Like first of all, we saw you smile so hard. We saw you smiling too. Well. That's why we did it. Like he, he explained to me why he robbed me. As I was like, next time, don't do that. All right, you're lucky. And then I watched those same dudes beat this kid's ass in front of everybody, and I was like, "I just got to, I just got life." Right, right, I only got robbed. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, I lost, I lost thirty dollars. That's fucking." Fun. <laughs> they got beat up in front of everybody. It had to, it had to, take, it had to get on the bus with us after that. And we were all just like, "Ah, damn." <laughs> that shit was bad, bro. I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh man, robberies. 
Which I don't know why we're laughing about because they're not funny situations. They're not funny. No, they're scary. They're scary as shit. They're scary as shit. Like they're they're super scary and they're tense and you're just like, oh fuck. But I think you have to like if you've been robbed, you gotta laugh at it because if you don't, this will just consume you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I got robbed and my friends were just like, bro, you didn't do you didn't fight back. I was like, this is these are it was four, it was four. I'm I'm 13, 14 years old. It was four 21-year-olds or whatever. <laughs> I was supposed to fight all of them and get beat. I was like, no, what I, should... I would have done. Yeah, what I would have done. done. Ah, and, you know, like, yeah. My boy, my boy was just like, nah, bro. Niggas bleed just like us. It's like, yeah, but like, here's the thing. You bleed more when they have a gun and you don't. Yeah. Like, no, then four years later. The then four years later, me and my boy, me, me and that same boy, we said that shit. We got ro- we got robbed together, and I was like, "All right, see, <laughs> see, <laughs> you get me now." Was it the same uh, lesson giving thieves from the last time? No, it was different because okay, okay, <laughs> ba- okay this, this, this is what I learned about Boston. Boston niggas will rob you and they'll give you an explanation the whole the whole way through. New York niggas will rob you. Like I've heard New York niggas robberies are just like you know what time it is. That's all they say. You know what time it is. <laughs> Like you know, boss niggas be like, "Yo, all right, you get, you'll get robbed." And be like, "All right." I remember me, there's me, and my bo- me and two of my friends, me and like five of my friends, and then like a whole gang of niggas just showed up, and they were just like, "Yo, that's them outside right now." But um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want me. They don't want me to tell. They don't want me to tell the story. It's too hot. It's too hot. <laughs> yo, while playing this, yo, Nick, play "Stick 'Em Up" by Project Pat. It's just weird that like I've been robbed by a loveless. Oh, can I make a request? Yeah, of course. Whatever you is this T uh, T R. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm the DJ tonight. Yeah, Yo, uh, rob me a nigga by Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember I was in the car with my nigga, and I put this song on. He was like, "We're in. A, what are you, Twan, We're in the hood. What are you doing? Chill." Also, like, why is this song so detailed? Like, you know. <laughs> it's so detailed. Robberies are intricate. But you want to do the whole mental mindset of what makes someone want to rob somebody else in a way that we just haven't really heard like that. Exactly. In like a long time at that point. Yeah. Oh, Freddie Gibbs is one of the best. But me like so me and my friends, all these crypt niggas surround us. One of them has a gun. One of them sees one of them sees I have a flip phone and gives it back to me, all disgusted. Like, uh, whatever. And there's a flip phone in the in the picture in the flip phone was me and my crush. So it's like this nigga tried to rob me. He opens this picture, sees me with this white girl, it's just like, ugh, and just gives it back. I give him ten dollars or whatever. And then as it's ending, my boy, my boy, whatever, he's just like, Yeah. They walked away. They were like, my boy was like, Yeah, one of the dudes was just like, Hey, sorry about this. We're we're just we're we're a new set of crips in the area and we need to just establish dominance. <laughs> 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 you know, so the, the, the dude set up the, the dude set up Yo, they got crip crip PR. Yeah, you know, you give OPR like yeah. The crip hit their like first round of like venture capital angel investment and shit. Like yeah, like they hit their first fundraising round and they're like, okay, now we just know we're just making our mark. Like yeah, yeah. exactly. We're going yeah. public next week and we just want to make sure that we have everything set up. I'm pretty oh, sure God. all the niggas that robbed me are all those niggas are either probably dead or in jail. But that nigga definitely has his own like t-shirt line somewhere. Like, he has a business. <laughs> he's got a business. He got his like he, he's selling some shit. He's selling weed with the fucking supermarkets and they're like the 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 Ziploc bags for Mario on the front. He's doing he's doing he has a business. He's doing some shit. 
were they definitely crips or did they just tell you they were crips? They, I mean, and that wait, if you're getting robbed, you're not asking, like, excuse me, can I see your crip credentials? Please? <laughs> don't say that. Where are your crip credentials? Please. Where are your crip credentials? Where are they? <laughs> uh, sir, can you show me your membership card and your member number on yeah. the card? <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just call and verify. Yeah, this I, will, I, will, I will just like put it into the database real quick and we'll see if I can be worried. I'm a, you know, I'm, like a, I'm a secret shopper for the crips. <laughs> I'm a secret robber. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, that was you did a good job, but this is where you need improvement. <laughs> it's like they all talking on the corner, just like okay, so we might have like a secret mark come through, just make sure you got everything. Yeah, yeah, heads up, guys. <laughs> they got a fucking manager. They got a fucking resale manager. So we the crypt district managers coming through. So we got like crypt, yeah, sure. he's coming through. All right. Hey, Tyrone, did you iron your blue bandana? <laughs> okay, it's fine right now, but in the future, just make sure you have it ironed and pressed. Okay, this is like this is a real thing. All right, and that's that's it's what happens. Summertime, we tuck under, not over. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that should totally be that. I think that 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 could happen. Man, let's calm down before we get beat up somehow over this. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, I was like, I have no, there's no disrespect to nobody. I'm not. I don't know these dudes. Don't worry about it, guys. We're fine. PSA: Don't be a gangster unless you're in it and you're having a good time. If not, if you're not having a good time, you should probably stop. But if you're having a good time, keep doing the shit. I, I don't know where that went, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. I don't know. No, no, it's just like just, yeah. You're a gangster. Don't stop. Well, you know, maybe, the, magic, the magic of post-production, we could just, you know, figure out a better way to reword that. Though, it is. <laughs> Bro, okay. Remember, if you're a gangster, nothing changes. If nothing changes <laughs> from the great Kevin Gates, from the great Kevin Gates, yes. Oh, I used to love his music, man. And then I like, I felt all his rings. Like, I had like all of his mixtapes, I had like all of his albums and shit. And then I think he went to jail and then he came out, and it was just like, I think by then, like, I just moved on to other artists who kind of took that same style of his. Cause I feel like he was influential in that. That's what sucks when rappers go to jail. It's just like, they build a new sound and then they go to jail and people find that new sound and like they, they refine it a little bit and then they take it to another level. So it's like when a person comes out of jail, they have to play catch up. And I think Kevin Gates was just like, yo, there's a lot more money in just making hits and not being on the streets than there is just trying to like find the feeling or whatever, of like those Luca Brasi tapes or whatever. But yeah, those Luca Brasi tapes were crazy. Man, like, yeah, I still listen to, uh, the fuck was that, uh, 4 30 a.m. 4 30 a.m. Let's, let's, let's say, play that, play that, play that. Yo, that I remember we were just smacked and that we would listen to that shit for the first time. And a friend was on, like, Yo, you think like this is what Drake thinks he sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, fuck. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was so tough. I also don't know. I still know who the little boy is he's talking to at the beginning. Is that his son or like? It's just, it's just some little nigga who's it's just. It's a little nigga. Mm. What up, nigga? I got to get the air real quick. All right. It's like, it's the same kid Wyclef was talking to on like. Dark Angels or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. His conversion. I got into this shit because I remember Kevin Gates had an interview with NPR that was fucking. What? How did that go? Oh, it's fucking incredible. 
he starts talking about a movie. He starts talking about Twilight and how it's like one of, it's one of his favorite movies. It's one of his favorite movie series and book series. And yeah, it's like he's legit the most interesting person I've ever interviewed, man. Oh, that dude's cool. That dude's coolish. I like. I think it's just like he has. Actually, I'm not gonna say the most interesting, but like he's he's definitely the most open to saying like whatever the fuck is on his mind. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. I, I like that. I think that shit. Like I think so. What, I, what I've gathered from him is just like he's one of those people that knows himself so well and loves himself enough that he's just like, oh, I can just say whatever the fuck I want because I like to hear myself make thoughts come out. I like to hear my thoughts come out and see how they sound. Like you can have a podcast for real. Yo, we kind of did that with him. Uh, so after I interviewed him, because like we did like the typical like five six minute cut or whatever, yeah. a bunch of comments were like, "Whoever edited this interview down to five six minutes should get fired." So we had to mm. make a director's cut. Oh yeah, I saw I saw the twelve minute one. And uh, one of like my senior producers was like, "Yo, we need to give Kevin Gates a show." Like, yeah, and so. He, it was him and I, I don't know if y'all familiar with Booby OG Black. Booby Black. Yep, OG Booby Black. Showed up people, people, yeah. people call, where people call in. Yeah, this is yeah that that oh. was a nice show, and like it was basically because like the Kevin Gates interview like did so fucking well, and it was just like, yeah, this motherfucker was talking about like instead of fucking workout like. What is it like that post workout drink? That creatine, that creatine shit. Or, yeah. or yeah, the creatine. He's like, if I could just like drink a woman breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, all right, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that shit's amazing. <laughs> I want. I love watching that shit. Oh yeah, funniest part about that shit was it was on a Friday during the summer, so it's like summer Friday. Like, yeah. yo, he gonna show up at twelve or probably closer to twelve thirty, and so like it'll be done by about one thirty, and then like that'll be my summer Friday. Yeah. I like I took the rest of the afternoon off. I was like, once this is done, we out of here. I'm just gonna go to the bar down the street or whatever. Yeah. So I timed my edible for him, this motherfucker, to show up at twelve thirty. Mm. At two thirty. Oh, oh no! So I'm in the throes of this shit. <laughs> Dog, I was—I swear to God, I was just watching this shit yesterday, bro. I didn't even. Re- oh, that's so fucking. Funny. Yeah, you saw me drinking so much tea and shit. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah because I was just like. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> this is also like the first time on the podcast of everyone to be like, oh, I want to, I want to talk because I've watched a lot of you. I've watched a lot of shit you've done. I appreciate that, man. So like, this, is, this is like the first time I, I usually I'm like, nah, okay, we can just talk. We got like now, I'm like, we gotta talk about all this shit because he but keep keep telling this Kevin Gates shit. Yeah, I mean that, that that's the whole story. Like I was just like smack smacked, and yeah. this motherfucker was saying shit like. I asked him like spades uno or rummy or something. He's like, oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to play. I just like the colors on them shit. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yo, sometimes I like being like, hey, baby, you want to play uno for some sex and shit? And I just like, I, I, I've never played uno for sex. Like, I don't know. Dog. If I think of this one. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I don't, yeah. All right. The other one I really like that I've watched a thousand times. And this is one that, like, I was like, wait, this is the first time I, this is the first time I saw you. I was like, oh, shit, my nigga's on this shit. The Young Dolph and Key Glock shit was my favorite fucking thing ever, bro. It's, so I like Dolph and Glock a lot, like. Yeah, it, it, so, it showed. So before I like this shit, we'll talk about this one. But, um, nah, that was probably, like, I think Dolph, it was, like, the third time I had ever interviewed him. 
and with Glock, it was like the second time I ever viewed him. Yeah. So like we had some sort of like rapport going into it and shit. And yeah, every I, it was funny because I interviewed a K-pop group like earlier in the day. And I was just like, <laughs> let me go smoke one because I know they're gonna be yo, like, Nick. Can you play back to back by uh off Dumb and Dumber? What? Um the back to back by Glock and uh Dolph off Dumb and Dumber. Oh, you, dude, that whole album is extremely like underappreciated, man. Like, yeah, me and my nigga Sean heard it for the first time. We were just like, "What the fuck?" It was, but but keep going, but keep going. You got you got high at the K-pop group. No, I didn't get high with the K-pop. No. The K-pop group was cool as hell because like they came in and like people, it it was like it was, they had so many fucking people with them. Mm. And uh, before the interview started, they wanted to eat, but like they ordered them a bunch of like fucking. Like I think it was Shake Shack because it was yeah. just a bunch of burgers and like stuff that like like got brought to them. So like they're all sitting there chowing down and I'm sitting there going through my questions and stuff. And they're like, hey, man, do you want one? And I'm like, yeah, I love a burger right now. So, <laughs> and we're all just like eating burgers and shit. They're, actually, yeah, they're, well, actually, I could say it because he's never going to sign the release for it. And it's about like a year and a half, two years yeah. ago now. But like their manager was a dickhead. Mm. And like we were all having fun, and every time we were having fun talking about stuff, he'd be like, "No, I don't want them talking about this. I don't want them talking about this." And then, and then he refused to sign a release form, so we never got to put we never got to put the fucking interview out. But it was a really good one. Yeah, that's it, unfortunate. It, it, it's like yeah, I have so many interviews that never just got to come out. Damn, bro. Yeah, because like some shit happened or somebody like made a call or something mm. yeah oh but um but yeah with the dolphin glock one like yeah so like after that one i wouldn't smoke because i knew they were going to show up smacked probably like Dolph, yeah. you could see when Dolph falls asleep at one point yeah <laughs> that's just so great that's just <laughs> yeah. so great yeah but it's uh now nah, they're just like two funny fucking dudes man they're just really fucking funny dudes they're like they're cool as hell they just show up with like a dozen people every time and then mm. like yeah Somewhere, yeah, it's like it's never any less than six, but it's never any more than like 12, 13. Wow, yeah, that's dope. I just think about there's a lot of people to do security checking for. Oh, like, I can imagine like, front desk, like, yeah, so we can give them badges to walk around, yeah, exactly. So, like, imagine if people you're in London, you had to check them for acid too, that'd be fucking wild. <laughs> wow. See, you, 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 you can walk the metal, you can walk through a metal detector. Oh, there's a gun. You can, you can just start, you can, like black people's size to see if you hear any liquid switch. Yeah, 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 liquid shake. Yeah, but um, also the one I really liked that the title kind of caught me off guard. But I was I watched the video and I was like, oh, this is dope. They said it was ten, like you and Saint John. Yo, Saint John, like okay, so that one was also funny because this nigga was somehow four hours late to the interview, but he was still in the building. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, all right, I guess I'm just gonna like go to this meeting I said I couldn't go to, and like if he shows up, just like let me know and I'll leave. Yeah. Yo, yo, <laughs> he was somehow late as hell to a meeting, and he was two stories above me. That's and I was just like, hey, yo, man, like what the? But no, he it's like we get through the interview, and like he's just like a cool fucking dude, man. Yeah, like, I like Saint John a lot. He's like a decent dude. Yeah, yeah, I met him twice. I remember I met him. One time I was, uh, what you call it? 
I met him at a meet and greet by like shirt, like at a like, you know, a pop-up event. And I told him, I was like, yo, my girlfriend, my, my ex had a huge crush on him. I was like, yo, my girlfriend has a crush on you. And he said to me, nah, bro, she has a crush on what she sees. She has a crush on you. She just sees it in me. And that's the like, kind of shit, that's the kind of shit he was on. Cause like, yeah, there were just like moments where he and I were talking and like, you saw the moment in the interview where he snatched the cards out of my hand. Yeah, like, Ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, it was just like, hmm, okay, let me, this is, we're, we're, we're just, you know, we're just making, we're just doing what the cameras want us to do. Yeah, but yeah. St. John's also one of those people that, like, everyone I know who's a fan of him, they, def- like, I could be like, ah, that song was all right. No, that song was good. They get, people get so passionate about him, like, they know him. Yeah. I'm like, because I'm a fan, too, but I'm just like, it's it's just fun to watch all that shit happen. And he's just, one like, of the most charismatic people I ever met in my yeah, life. He's charismatic, and it. He knows how to make you feel important, but also like he does a whole sweeping thing in the room where everybody in the room loves him and shit. And it's like, yeah, All right, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. And then, like, he's one of those people. I was talking to my friend about this shit where it's just like, I went to his context. My ex was like, we have to go see him in the concert. And I get there. And at first, I'm just like, who the fuck is this nigga? Why? Like, because I heard his music it was cool, but then like, he has that energy of like, if you didn't know, like, at first, I was like, he's forcing it, he's doing too much. But I was like, that's just who he is. And that made me like him more. You just hear like, my heart is deep below zero. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't me with my zero. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to water. No, I'm not really be your mom's daughter yet. I'm like, I, I, fuck, I fuck with St. John. I do that dude's music. Like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. This is cool. Also, like uh, his last album, I, I liked it. I like his last right, his collections rather, because I realized that like his music, it as albums they don't really make sense, but it's like as just groups of songs, it's just like it hits different. It's not like it's not it's all a whole concept he's doing. It's I still gotta listen to the one that came out this past year. It's like because I watched I yeah I watched the interview with him. And he was just like the album before it was him like falling in love with the stripper. And, you know, proposing and then like eloping with her. This album, what I caught from it is kind of like the after, like now, like they're on the honeymoon shit and like all shit that has to happen after that. So it's just like, it's all like, it's, I think the, the album is like a span of like two weeks or whatever. The first one, the second one. It's like, a, it's a whole concept thing. It's really dope. It's just about like how it's like, it could be a P Valley, like what you call it, subplot. Okay. Okay. And it's a lot of like remixes. What I, what I like about it though is just like we said this earlier with albums where as you can tell like the artist is having a lot of fun. On the first on Get Lenny's on Get Lenny's Love Songs, some of the some of the features sounded like they were just doing it because they got paid. On this new album, it's kind of like, oh, everyone is actively trying to have a good time. So it's like kind of a Travis Scott situation. Yes. He's like, I honestly think that St. John's like one Travis Scott song away from being like a superstar. I could, I, I, I definitely agree with that. It yeah. like, it, it hasn't clicked for him on like a super mainstream level yet. But like, no, the dude's like, undoubtedly talented and shit. And yeah, man, undoubtedly talented, understands music. Fucking I'm for him, man. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm rooting for, him, I'm rooting for him hard. Also, like, I met him. I met him twice. The second time, I was like, oh, I met you. This, I met you. Oh, I remember. That. I was like, no, you don't. But I was like. 
I was like, oh, my ex had a crush on you. She was my girlfriend at the time, but we broke up. And he's like, I can tell you look happier. And I was just like, ooh, you dirty motherfucker. Yo, yo, the motherfucker is like a smooth fucking talker, man. That's a smooth ass talker, dog. And the funniest thing is, like, I watched the interview that, like, he was doing that made him, like, several hours late for the one I did. Yeah, yeah. Dance had a whole other outfit on. <laughs> he's a real. Outfits for, like, like oh. yeah, it's, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's got a fucking strategy. He's fucking, yeah. He also has, like, he has his own, like, the, his logo for his, his leather jacket is so dope. But I'm just, like, I want to buy it, but I'm just, like, I don't know. I feel like a groupie if I had it, shit. Because every video is like strippers wearing his shit. I, like, I don't want to dress like somebody he pays to see naked. All that whole like stripper shit he was doing during pandemic. Yeah. He's one of, he's one of those guys. And I like that shit. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Do some. Ra- I, I like rappers doing reckless shit during the pandemic. It depends on the energy they get. Like, don't be so cautious. The, the, level, the level of recklessness. Yeah. Because, uh, like, yeah, you know, Jack Harlow and uh, Lou, Lou Will, Will in Magic City. Even though it was only for the wings, um, that was dumb. It, it, even though it was only for the wings, I believe them. Lou Will is not somebody who lies. You can't have two girlfriends at once. And yeah, liar. Like they're gonna catch you in that shit, man. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you have to be the most honest man alive to have two girlfriends at once. Right. I thought. I no, I thought about that shit. I'm like, I could have two girlfriends. I'm like, no, I can't. I want. I would love to. Like, I I, I can't afford it economically. Also, like, I'm not a liar, liar, but it's like, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you everything. No, nah, having one girlfriend was, if you're going to be serious about it and be like a good boyfriend and shit, man, that shit requires a lot of honesty and stuff. It does. But like, two yeah. of them, the two of them. And it's not even about like the not lying thing, man. It's like, you got to be open as shit to like two people at once. But they got to be open. That's the, that's the thing, man. Like, it's not about necessarily if you're a liar or not, man. You got to be open as fucking vulnerable as fuck with two people at once. And I think if you have enough, open. if you have enough, I think it's like you can be like 70% open, but you have to have at least like 100K. Like, if you make six figures, you can make that shit happen. <laughs> if you make know. six figures, oh, you make most insecure motherfuckers, though, because like, yeah, why, why are you working so hard to make six figures? Why I'm just, you're back to make six figures and shit, man. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I'm not talking as a person that makes maybe. I mean, I'm not saying it's every one of them, man, but that is definitely a lot of them, man. You see true. these motherfuckers bald, bald, and at like fucking 22 years old and shit. And <laughs> they like, become, yeah. they become the richest you know, I niggas. Gotta, I gotta get rich. I'm a whole ass like three. I gotta get rich, man. Like yeah. The next time I and see that, you can go the Danny DeVito route and just be charming the shit, but a lot of people don't have that. In. <laughs> First of all, Danny DeVito is a fucking angel. All right, that is literally. It, 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 it's a it's astounding to me that Italian Americans focus so much on Christopher Columbus, who was fucking Portuguese, when we could have like a Danny DeVito statue and every it fucking could. It wouldn't cost. It, it wouldn't cost shit. It'd be cheaper. I yo, everybody would help pay for those. It wouldn't no. just be on no. Everybody would help pay for those. Right, man. I gotta ask which Danny DeVito gets made a statue because I say the Danny DeVito statue should be the claymation Danny DeVito from the brisk iced tea commercial. That nigga should be a statue. <laughs> it should be that nigga. Nah, nah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking like I'm thinking like twins era Danny DeVito. Ooh, all right. What about you, Nick? What do you What do you say, Nick? Uh. I don't. I don't know. I like. I like the current day Danny DeVito. Always sunny Danny DeVito. Yeah, like look almost a mess, but it, like he knows it. 
So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. it's Yo, right. have y'all seen the show Deadbeat on Hulu? Nah. So Danny DeVito, I think like his is his daughter or whatever, she's in it. But there's an episode where he plays this hairdresser who like so it's a show about like a dude who's a medium and he helps ghosts like do their unfinished business. Oh, shit. And, and so he meets some ghost in this hair salon that he ends up in for reasons. Mm. And uh, they're like, we need to talk to Father Daddy. He was our cult leader who was going to bring us <laughs> to the dark side of Pluto. And it's Danny DeVito playing this hairdresser who's secretly a former cult leader who poisoned his followers with brownies. And it's just, it's, it's remember the episode of Always Sunny when he's like the art dude or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> it's basically him playing that character again. And it's so fucking funny. And it's just like, I think that would be my second Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito with a big ball patch, but long braids coming down. <laughs> All right, that Danny DeVito, he got, he got, yeah, he definitely gets it. I think Penguin Danny DeVito deserved like a couple. He deserved a couple statues. Oh no, 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 no. That was that was Danny DeVito's. Like Danny DeVito's lucky he didn't get the Joker for that because Danny DeVito would have been a better Joker than Heath Ledger. I know, wow. but we didn't. Know- you, wait, yeah, I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it. As well as he played the penguin, who was like one of those Batman characters nobody ever really fucking thinks about too much, and he made the penguin a relevant fucking character. That's a stat. Like, that that's statue worthy. That is statue worthy. Yeah, no, like nobody really talks about how one of the best superhero movie performances ever was Danny DeVito as a penguin. And yeah. And that's also, I like how it got so quiet. That's how I know I'm right. Yes, that's right as shit. Because you know, here's the thing. I've been on HBO Max just watching all the Batman shit. And I haven't watched any of the live action shit. And I think about the Penguin. And Dan DeVito was just like, he was, I remember seeing him when I was a kid. And I was repulsed. He was repulsive. And every Penguin now is just like somewhat smooth and debonair. Or just like, and his was just like, just a gross what was it, like no, that's what the penguin would have been. This motherfucker lives in the sewers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. He eats raw fish. Disgusting. Yeah, he had like it. slime coming out of his mouth. And right. Shit. He was just slurping up like sardines that people threw in the oh, toilet. Yeah. But yeah. For some reason, like, I don't know. I don't, yeah. Gotham City is weird that they just had like, yeah. Gotham City is just like, I just, I, they're, the, rent ha- the, the rent out there has to be like $100. Because why? Uh, just move. Who the fuck is living there, man? Yeah, who who is living in Gotham, nigga? I, yeah, I don't care how broke you are. There's a way you, you can get out. It's and like, yo, every city's right there, bro. It can't be that much more money. It cannot be that much more money, man. Rent is like not that expensive in Mississippi, Alabama, but the Gulf Coast got to be better than this. <laughs> The Gulf Coast, like, yeah, y'all get hurricanes, man. That's better than the Joker just, like, to sign the bomb. Right. What are you going to say, Nick? No, for every huge villain that we hear about, you know, there was, like, a bunch. It's like, oh, the Joker, the Penguin's like, ah, I'm the meerkat. And he's, he's like, just some, the lower level, just weird people. <laughs> the low tier niggas. Like, oh, damn like, I live in the walls of apartments, and I pop out, and I steal your TV. It's like, oh, I can't take this shit anymore. <laughs> this nigga just fucks with your Wi-Fi? Like, <laughs> exactly. Changes your password on your phone every five minutes. I that's that's my honestly. This is like I've had this idea for a while. I'm saying this now so I can come back to it like ten years and somebody else does it. Like, see, they I said it, but I have an idea for a show that's just like the average person and like it's like the regular, like not like because there's, there's a lot of shows where it's just like superheroes, regular people. I want to see somebody like that live. Just a guy that lives in Gotham hmm. or chick. It's like I live in Gotham. I have a job at some shitty startup. And it's like every day, like, there's no reason one night you can't get justice for this shit. Like, yeah, yeah. 
And I don't, but I don't want it to be one of those things where it's like the first episode. Like the boys is like kind of like that, but I want to, I don't want it to be like, oh, this then happens, he has to do some super. I don't want I don't want him to do anything superhero related at all. I want him to just live his fucking life and be like, it's just like he wants to go to a date, but the train's delayed because there's a fight on top of the train. He has to text the girl, <laughs> he has no service. He's like, God damn it. And he gets there and she finds he finds out her ex is actually the Riddler. You're like, what the f-? it's just like little shit. Also, they need to like update the Batman storylines more, more like social media involvement and shit. Cause I can't wait to see like, you know, when they finally address people getting incorrectly accused of being Batman on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> or yeah, and it's like thread, it's like one of 49. All those, none of those superheroes would survive because the way they find white people who do racist shit. Like, they'd be like, well, this is uh, Batman's Bruce Wayne. If you look at his face here, and I have this picture, you combine it with this and compare it with all yeah, that you know, Batman's getting exposed in the TikTok. That's like it. Batman, you know, Jeffrey Epstein was Batman. Just, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. How did we get here? Like, you know, I want that. Yeah, that's, it's the worst people you can think of. Like, Donald Trump was Batman. Like, all right, you guys got to relax. I'd love to see them find Bruce Wayne. Although, here's the thing. Elon, Elon Musk would try to be Batman. He would just be like, oh, 100%. Batman or some shit. Like, yeah, it, it would just be disgusting yeah no i thought about this shit once i want like bill i've watched some of these uh, billionaires right a lot of them super a lot of them are gonna be super villains no matter what but bill gates is the funniest nigga because like he does philanthropic shit but he does it in the most evil ways possible like there was a day once where yeah charter schools let's talk about it no, no, yeah, this this is this one's extreme. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if this is a podcast for this, but let's let's. Oh, we can probably talk about whatever. But what's some? We got we got to play some good conspiracy rap music in the back. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. need to. You know, I would rather. No, it, it, you know what? You know, instead, you know, what we should listen to what that Jack Harlow uh, <laughs> Ashley Levine song. <laughs> All right, play that. We need we need the opposite of a fucking conspiracy. <laughs> talk about the, Jack, Jack Har- Harlow, who? Jack Harlow and Adam Levine. Yeah, was, is, I don't know. It's on the new album. Yeah. And yo, Jetson actually has a gospel drop now, which is fucking sick. Yeah. All right. So at the end, he has a choir thing in his drop, and it's I was just like, oh, you motherfucker, like yeah. All right. So Bill Gates a few years ago, right? He had a you saw he had his whole convention talking about malaria or whatever how he just cure that shit and this whole conference and in the conference he walks out with this big like gla- this big box under a sheet this glass box he's like right, i'm gonna lay this here talking about malaria malaria then he open then he opens up the box or whatever right and a bunch of mosquitoes just fly out and he's like this is what it's like in some parts of the world <laughs> but imagine he's ha- imagine they have malaria and i was like what type of su- what type of evil shit <laughs> yo, yo. I, okay, I would either I would go to jail trying to be Bill Gates' ass. That's fucking that's evil as shit. I'm I'm go, I'm actually googling it right now. Mosquito Google mosquito release. Yep. Is that no? There's a there's a video. There's a minute long video of him doing it. Holy shit. Yep. Why don't more people know about this? Dog, it was. I'm going to the video, right? Fucked up. It's no. It's it, it's a bit. This is a video. There's only fifty thousand views for it. 
This should be more widespread knowledge. What the fuck? No, oh, that shit's fucking. E- it's just like, I mean, it's rich people, so I'm like, I don't feel too. I bad. mean, like it's it's funny. It's, it's funny. funny. But yeah. But like, yo, it'd be if I ever saw Bill Gates at the next like billionaire convention or whatever. <laughs> no, like, you're knocking his ass out. On site, man. Like, yo, I got three things through the face. I had to go like to some fucking award ceremony, except some shit. Yeah. Dang it. I love you looking like yeah. Oh, I got I got I got, got stunned the fuck up. West Nile is still a thing, Bill. Did you not realize that? <laughs> My wife got West Nile. Luckily, I have sickle cell, so I'm fine. But fuck you, <laughs> sickle cell. Shout out to sickle. Shout out to all sickle cell niggas. I, I appreciate y'all. You fight like you guys are clear against malaria. That's dope. But you tired? Get your iron up. I fuck with you. So what's your Bill Gates theory? Uh, Bill Gates definitely hunts people. I think all rich people do. Like, I think there's some. I think there's some island that's not on a map where rich people can just go and get their fucking kicks. And uh, I think they do have the opportunity to hunt other human beings there. And I think Bill Gates goes down there. You know, like enough. I think I think it goes enough. It's it's somewhere I'm not gonna, near I'm not gonna say how often, but it's like enough. Yeah, you probably go somewhere near. It's like near Kuala Lumpur or some shit. Like there's an island there. Or maybe like you know, maybe Antarctica just ain't as cold as we've been led to believe. There's <laughs> a secret. There's a secret spot. Yeah, like there's just like a. It's just like a secret hangout. But like yeah. right in the right in the middle where it's just like an oasis, but you get hunted. Yeah, that's, you know? that's where you get hunted. Bill Gates is there. Fucking Elon Musk. Yeah, they all just go. You know, they have a secret billionaire convention every once in a while, and then like you know. On the, you can just go down there every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Just go down. You kick it. You can hunt. Hunt somebody. If you hunt somebody, if you want, you can burn an owl if you want. And Jeff yeah. Bezos has a, a elephant skin robe that he wears. <laughs> <laughs> an elephant. Was, so well, I feel like that's why he works out so much because that would be heavy as fuck. Like, yeah, that would be heavy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, Jeff Bezos definitely just like. I don't know. He's a, he, Jeff Bezos is into some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, he, he definitely is. Like it's weird I enough. That, I, don't know, I don't know what, and I'm not gonna get specific, but I just know that motherfucker's into some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, but that nigga's not gonna stop making money for a while. I mean, ever, yeah, ever. Like it's like Amazon is Amazon is too fucking. Like you want to protest, the niggas want to protest Amazon, but you buying markers and shit to write signs on Amazon boxes. <laughs> like you fucking, you can't stop this nigga. Yeah, man, when people were buying, like, the Black Lives Matter flags and fucking lawn things off Amazon and shit, I was like, from, like, Chinese companies, I was like, oh, y'all are missing the whole fucking Y'all missing the whole thing. I remember I was in Martha's Vineyard with my parents over the summer, and we're just, I just I saw so many handwritten, like, on construction paper, Black Lives Matter signs in cursive, and I was like, all right, these people are okay. Yeah, these are these are these are the good these are the good rich people right here. Like, yeah, they're, they're they're doing their best. Yeah, they're, they're doing their best. Like, they can't help being a little bit evil. Like, if you're rich, you're you're a little bit evil. He's got a in the capital society. You're a little a little a small bit, not a lot. It, it, it depends on how rich, because yeah. like, you know, a millionaire could just be somebody who's like, you know, um, a good ass defense lawyer, but I don't take on like certain cases and then i also just like happen to have a bunch of subway franchises and i'm a co-owner of like a car dealership or some shit which i feel like like it's probably like 10 percent of the population of texas 
So like, yeah, I I'm cool with those millionaires, I guess. Because like, also like to be in the one percent in this country, you only need to make about like four hundred fifty thousand, which is yeah. to think about that like That's- that motherfucker's in the one percent, but then also Jeff Bezos is in the one percent. Like that's yeah. that's fucking extremely crazy to think about, man. You it need, is. You don't need to make half a million dollars in this country to be in the one percent, and you have yeah, category is fucking Jeff Bezos. Damn. Yeah, that's bro, all it takes. Roll, roll the guillotines out, bro. Roll the fucking guillotines out, man. Mm. I mean, yeah, but I was thinking about it, and I was like, I don't want rich people to die. I want to see rich people get like. Because well, I've been seeing a lot online the past few months has been like my friend, my friend Sam pointed this out where it's just like all these rappers have been buying each other cars like all the time. Mm-hmm. Like the baby, Danny Lay bought the baby a Lambo. Like with what? Like, yo, they, yo it, it's called like community resources, you know? Yeah. But it's just like, I want to see more like if there were like carjackings where niggas didn't get a shot. I'd love more of those. I want to see niggas get a chain. I want to see niggas get their car stolen at this point. Nah, honestly, man, I love all the rappers right now, making sure all the other rappers look like they're rappers, you know? I gotta hate it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, rappers aren't the ones y'all should be robbing. I mean... Like, rob rob fucking Jeff Bezos, man. Oh, Jeff Bezos Bezos has a Gundam. Jeff Bezos has, he has two Gundams right now, just ready. You know, you know, he like famous has Gundam. He has a fucking gun. He has Gundams. I wish I will tell you to rob Elon Musk and Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> you rob Elon Musk. <laughs> all you house with them, yeah. man. You, you yeah. rob you rob Elon Musk. Every Tesla turned into a I wish he had had the Stepticon. Like, yeah, and she would just been like, all right, that watch looks nice. Like, yeah, like you know, just Robin Hood shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want some of that, but it's like, like I, I said halfway to the Tesla Twitter account. Like yeah, like yeah. I mean, I, I I appreciate that, but it's just like I don't want to say rappers to get robbed. That's that's I want the my issue with rappers now is just that like they're so like they, all these niggas rap about the streets or like this shit, like the lives they've lived or whatever. And it's a pan, it's a whole pandemic. Niggas is so broke, and every day I see rappers on IG or whatever just buying so much shit, and it's just like. I got get you have to turn up, but it's like you don't have to show us all of the all that you buy. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw when I saw Diddy give his mom a check for a million dollars in this room where nobody's wearing a mask, and I'm just like, the whole country's poor, Diddy. Like you could be yeah, like, they, you know, they, me, tone deaf as shit. I'll yeah, say, they've been tone deaf as shit. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want people to get hurt. I don't want them to get nice. I'm like, yo, like we'll steal some of that shit so you can remember, like, bro, everyone out here is living a crazy ass life. It's one of those things, like, there are people I think we could, like, remind them of their roots and where they come from, and then there's other people we just straight up have to take from. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And, you know, you talk to a motherfucker and as much as you can before you have to start talking at them, you know? True, true. And yeah. what's the sad part is, as much as I, like, oh, we should rob and do this to the rich, I'm like, if I got rich, I'd be the exact same way, bro. I'm not going to be a good person if I'm rich. I could feel it. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. You want to think that, like, oh, I would be an ethical motherfucker about this dying eye, but, like, nah, man. You, yeah, you start. That Most, you, and I don't know how. I don't yo, know did you, yo, did you hear 2 Chainz do album? Yeah, I love it. I love it, too. What I loved about it is that his album basically is playing the ethical rich person. Because yeah. a, lot, a lot of those songs are just, like, 
everyone keeps asking you for money and I'm so annoyed, but I keep giving it to him because that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Which is fun. I was like, that's fucking perfect. Yeah, it's cool because like he talks about the fact he's like, I'm not annoyed y'all are asking me for money. I'm annoyed y'all only call me up for money. Yes. Yo, yeah. play a song, play a song from that shit, Cause that's like that two chains literally like that's the part that's to me is like how you say it. Like I have money, I'll flex, but I'll still help you. Like you need money again. How much you need? All right, bro. I like that shit. I also saw him live and it was a fucking great that's on during the fucking Pretty Girls Like Chat Music Tour. One of the coolest shows I've ever been to. Oh, times, oh shit, I gotta get off and make dinner real quick. All right, so let's just go. That. We, we, we talked about a lot of shit. Yeah, we, we, we got another like five, 10 minutes. Let's All right, All right. So, so, so don't worry, we're gonna jump to this shit because this is important to the podcast. What's something that's happening in your life, good or bad, that you need help with that I give you a song for? This might be tricky. Honestly, something I've been thinking a lot about is that, like, this past year with a lot of my job, it requires people traveling and me being in rooms with people. And da, da, da. I feel like 2021, I got to live two years worth in one year. And honestly, like, we don't even know when we're going to get these vaccines and shit. So I might have to, have to live like one and a half years worth in six months or some shit. So, like, yeah, that's one thing that's. That's one thing that's been bugging me recently. All right. So the, uh, if I get it, it's kind of like the idea of, um, yeah, basically here, a pressure to live. Like, yeah, no way. yeah, it's like, well, a pressure to get a lot of life in a short amount of time. Hmm. All right. So I've been thinking about this. Usually, I listen to songs where it's just like I my usual go to is like I listen to songs that are very much like I hear the person telling me what to do, motivating me, but I'm like at certain points now as like I grow into being a more of a man and an adult, I realize I have to be that voice of reason in my own head. I can't look I can't look to niggas like that. So I listen to a lot of instrumentals and shit. And what I listened to the other night, it's been sampled a lot, but it has this chaotic but focused kind of rhythm. Nick, can you play the song Hot Music by Soho? Oh, this is from 1989, and it's been sampled a few times. But this kind of shows me like this: all right, we have to get up, we have to do shit, we got to move, we got to make moves and stuff. But at the same time, it's like we have to be—I want to say focus, focus—but you gotta just be like present in everything you do. This is me as like a good like get up, wake up, drink a coffee, take a shower, eat some eggs, get on the train. You know what I mean, like. You go, you leave the house. Remember, you have got your mask. Go back, and get your mask real quick. Spark up real quick. Hit, hit a joint one time. Leave. What song is this? It's called Hot Music by Soho. I've definitely heard this song a bunch of times. I just never knew the name of it. Okay. Missy Elliott sampled it, and Chaos from Canada sampled this shit way back in the early 2000s. Yeah, the, the song's got like kind of an urgency to it. Yeah, there's yeah, it's urgent. Yeah, because... and it's like it's like really like yeah, the energetic fucking song. Yeah, energetic, but it's like the press. Like sometimes with super fast paced music, with rap music especially, I sometimes get lost in the artist energy, and I can like lose myself. While here, it's kind of just like I stay in. Like you can stay in yourself. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, man. 
I found I found out I found out on last night watching I was watching see how that video is high as shit for like two hours and I found that song and I love it. All right. Now this closing segment. Uh we flipped we flipped we flipped the ta- we turned the tables. I tell you what's going on in my life and then ask for ask you for a song. Um right now I would say I got to the end of 2020 and I'm trying to get excited and focus on 2021. I am big into manifestation now and I see like the wins and I see the things I want to do. My only thing is just like, I have this cautious feeling that's like, I could see a lot of good shit happening, but I'm worried about the bad shit that's going to happen. Like I feel cautious in a way of like, I feel like I'm walking towards my destination. Like I'm, I, I see, I see everything I need to get, but I still have to look both ways. You know what I mean? Because I might get hit by something out of nowhere and I might change everything. So I'm trying to figure out like how to stay cautious, but not to the point where I'm sabotaging what's in front of me. Okay. So immediately what pops up for me is a Back to Heady One and the other Heady One album we didn't play something off of, but yeah, his album Gang is the title track off Gang, which is right. like, yeah, it's yeah, play play that one real quick. All right, so I'm about to get. I'm actually about to save that album to my phone because I wanted to listen. I wanted to listen to some good UK drill shit. Well, it was, this, it was weird because like this isn't like super drill shit. Okay. Yeah. Either way. It's weird experimental. I like how the beat slowly building in the background. Oh, I like that. I like no, I like the way the builds, the way the beats building, and it's like because at first it sounded like he's going at this frenetic ass pace, but now you see it's like he's on beat. He's just been, it's just like his flow is like this. Like watching the beat catch up with him is perfect because in my head I talk really fast because I think so so fast. So I'm just like always feeling like I'm getting ahead of myself. And this shit is kind of like, this shit is a good medium for that. I like songs with that kind of pace. Cause it's just yeah. like, you know, everything eventually makes sense. You you will find a sense when you find it, you know? All right. Well, yeah. this is gang right here, right? Yeah. All right, this is getting saved. Like, you know, he's got like FKA twigs and like, Jamie XX on it and shit. Like. Yeah, and Sampha. Yeah. Mm. This is great. It's a Thank really you. fucking interesting album. Like, shout out to Ryan uh, on the UK team for Noisy who put me onto this album. I bet. Yo, shout out to that. And as we got a wrap and shit, I just want to say thank you for doing this. This is our first podcast of uh, 2021. And I got to say, this was fucking amazing. Thank you. I had so much fun. And, um, or like just a general weekday night if I'm not allowed to say when we recorded this or whatever it doesn't matter it's fucking great it's just like I'm just happy we got to do this shit because um 
I remember I thought I was talking all shit about Twitter and shit, but you were like one of the first dudes I followed on Twitter. I was like, this dude's cool as shit. And I remember I realized like at that point it was like, oh, you could connect with people from across wherever the fuck. And it was like a cool little thing. So it's nice to see that like things have progressed beyond just like Twitter ideas and whatever. Now we're doing actual shit. Yeah, it's like it's really amazing the number of people in like the decade or so I've been on this fucking website just like the people i've seen grow like in their careers and like you know they got married and have babies and shit like yeah just like people trying stuff out like for themselves and all like yeah yeah it's really like that's part of the reason i keep that stupid app on my phone man because like there's so many people who are like i've grown to care about and want to see them do well and i'm happy to see them doing well and i just want to keep following that journey yeah yeah that's what that's what's, that's what's up man that's what's up Trey. yo shout out your twitter and social media if you want to or whatever shout whatever you want to shout out where can people find you online uh if you come across me you come across me yeah <laughs> that was big yeah, shit. yeah i'm not yeah it's whatever he yeah. is outside he is out he is outside There's, there was a day i saw you on like the like at marcy but like, i never like talked to you so i was like Oh yeah! If you see me and you like what I do, like you know, come say hi to me. If you don't like what I do and you like see me and want to say something about that, just like get prepared to be roasted back. Just make sure you don't have any corny shoes on or whatever the fuck. Yeah, word, word. Yeah. All right, Joe. Thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, you still you know noisy shit with Vice, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Watch the Questionnaire Life. Watch Noisy's YouTube channel and all that kind of shit. And that's all you need to know. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And um, Nick, if you would, could you just do me a favor and be Kevin Gates talking about? No, be Fantasia. No, no, no. Be Kevin Gates talking about twenty twenty one. Just like what, like, tell me everything's gonna be okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> Got it. Twenty twenty one. The same as 2020 plus one. Do the math on that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, bro. Thank you. And everyone listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, It's like, we're going to be all right. Just keep going. Just keep fighting. And it'll be straight. All right. And that's that. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up, I suggest you to one slide request.